So we're in our series on how to thrive in college. And as we've said, this series applies to a lot more than just college students. Mm -hmm. But our focus is for those of you who are in college who need, I don't know, bigger brothers to come and to lovingly share some wisdom with you and help you. Because, man, college is a place where you can make the worst choices of your life Mm -hmm. or you can set a path for honoring God for the rest of your life, right? And set up for a a great marriage and ministry and work and all that sort of stuff. So how you do these four years of college are probably the most pivotal four years of your life. Yeah, I think so. And so, so it's important that as you're coming into an environment, a lot of you, that's very secular, it's very against what the Bible teaches, that you be actively thinking and planning, how do I honor God? How do I thrive mm-hmm. in college? It's not going to happen without intentionality, yeah. right? So let's talk today about the big topic of dating. Yeah. How do we date without disaster? <laughs> that's that's a tough one. So I, w- I want to start off. So obviously, got Cody here. Cody, um, you're a missionary on campus, right? Leading our challenge ministry, yeah. doing lots of great stuff. You, as as I have as well, have given a lot of advice about dating, all that sort of stuff. Um, it can get messy sometimes. But let's just start off with this. What is the dating landscape like, in your opinion, in 2023? Mm -hmm. Uh, paradise or complete wasteland (laughs) naturally there's going to be some no 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 nuance i want i want (laughs) (laughs) all right the general dating landscape that i see is a lot of people trying to distract themselves from the obvious direction their dating relationship is taking them which is not in a way that's honoring god Okay. It's a lot of people uh, pretending like they're trying to follow God in a dating relationship and then living a life that's extremely distracted both by that relationship and by the underlying guilt that's just like hovering beneath the surface constantly, which is just a terrible way to live life. That's it's so hard walking through your days knowing that you're keeping things from people and you're just not actually living a whole important part of your life the way that God wants you to. Yeah. But uh, there's a lot of uh, comparing to the way that others are dating. Yeah. And as long as as long as you're above that line. <laughs> You, you, you're at least more honoring God in, yeah, yeah. than those people, as though that's the standard, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's good. The, the correct answer was total wasteland. Okay, okay got but it. But you were close. <laughs> no. no, so you're speaking to kind of like the Christian dating scene. Yeah, this is yeah, the Christian like dating you, you scene. Yeah. You look at the, the secular dating scene, and it really is a mess. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if it ever has been great, but definitely where we are now in terms of like hookup culture yeah. and, man, this is mindset of... You just kind of are using people and Mm -hmm. all this stuff. So as Christians, we have to reject that. But so often it's like, let's just kind of tone that back a few degrees and not be as bad, but basically still do the same thing and make the same mistakes. Yep. Um, So we don't want to do that. So, Mm -hmm. so what would you say it it looks like? How could you define like a healthy dating relationship? A lot of people have never, maybe, maybe you've, you were raised in a home where you had a broken home. Maybe every dating relationship you've seen has been, you know, kind of a disaster. Like, mm-hmm. how do we define healthy dating? Yeah, that's a really good question. And on the other side, I feel like the other category is people who have more just recently committed their life to Christ and they've had 
a number of dating experiences before, which they know were obviously not honoring to God. And they could like even like verbalize that pretty clearly, Mm -hmm. but they don't know what it would look like to, to date in a way that, that is honoring to God. Yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, yeah, some of the, some of the things that jumped to mind immediately is, uh, what a, what a healthy dating relationship would look like is the first thing that comes to my mind is your whole perspective on what's the point. Mm-hmm. Why are you dating? And one really distinct, uh, mindset that I think is indicative of a healthy dating relationship is that what you're doing is you're laying a foundation for marriage. Okay. Honestly, whether or not you get married to this person or at all, you or the person you're dating very well may get married someday and you should be dating them in a way that is laying a relational foundation in your life of like the habits of how you treat each other and how your relationship with God is actually growing during yeah. this dating relationship. And it's building this foundation for a future marriage for either one of you, regardless of whether that is actually to each other yeah. or not. Well, okay, so if somebody comes to you and they say, maybe you're talking with someone you're discipling, and not that this has ever happened, but they have a, a they start a relationship and you're like, oh, this is headed for disaster. Mm-hmm. And so you try to have a conversation with them. And they say to you, oh, well, I'm not, I'm not like wanting to marry this person. I'm not really interested in that. I just want to have fun. Mm. Like, would you say that's, that's a bad thing or can you have that perspective, but you're just kind of trying to build, you know, kind of get a clarification on, on who you want to, you want to be married to in the future. You know what I mean? If you know, going in, like I would never marry this person. Yeah. If you know, going in that you would never, never marry that person, you should not be dating that person. Yeah, okay. The, the the point of dating is finding find out, somebody yeah. that you're going to marry. Yeah. And so even if you think you could handle that in like a mature way in your own heart and mind, you definitely don't know that about the other person. Yeah. And so you Well, and I always be- wonder what does fun look like? <laughs> yeah. Like what is this fun? Like yeah. in quotes, right? Oh, is it like you're going bowling together? Well, you can do that. As friends and yeah. with a f- group of friends uh-huh. and you could, you know, be, but like, does fun mean something, you know, PG 13 or R rated? Like yeah. that, that's very different. Right. Yes. So I think often, again, it's like, we're kind of using the world's terms of like, Oh, just have fun. Who cares? No big deal. Mm-hmm. But that would be definitely a red flag for me. A big time. Yeah. And yeah. you're just, you're doing yourself an incredible disservice. Also, obviously that's not honoring to God. And that's going to wreak havoc, not just in your dating relationship. Right? We can't categorize our life like that. We're mm-hmm. like sinning in one part of our life. Like sin is never content to stay still. Like it's only yeah. wanting to grow and to move um, in your life. And so you do, you're sinning against God and you're also just setting up these habits in your own life on how, how seriously you take God. Yeah. And it's going to, yeah, it's going to do a lot more harm than just in that dating relationship. Okay. So that's good. So the first thing is, I mean, it's essentially it's the principle of beginning with the end in mind, mm-hmm. right? Which I think yeah. is from Stephen Covey, Habits of Highly Effective People. I'm sure you've read that one. But anyway, that's just a great principle for life. What is the purpose? What is the end goal of this? Mm-hmm. If I don't know what the end goal is. I'm guaranteed pretty much to not hit it. Yeah. So, okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to prepare myself, my heart for marriage. I'm trying to find that person that I want to marry. And if you know you're, someone's not going to be the person you want to marry, then you should be gracious and kind enough to break up with them before you get more connected, yeah. right? 
Yeah. What what else in terms of what a healthy relationship looks like? I think both parties grow closer to God during that relationship, okay. which is I think is really saying something um, because a lot of people when I've talked to them about what their dates look like and what their relationship looks like and how the kind of things that they talk about um, you know with their significant other. Uh, if I ask them the question right after you get done with a date, are you able to like pray to God, like on the drive home mm -hmm. and feel like your relationship with God is like really clear or even like maybe encouraged after that time that you'd spent together? A lot of people say no. Yeah. And so that's like a helpful, like uh, just a quick benchmark mm -hmm. you can do with yourself for a self check to see. Yeah, um, that's good. And it is possible. Like that's it, the thing. It's if, very if, possible. Yeah. If you're yeah. going to experience that, like it's totally Absolutely. possible to have a person that you are having conversations with, or you encourage each other, you build each other up. You're not yeah. just, you know, you're not tearing each other down mm -hmm. through just being a gateway to temptation or something like that. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that way. Not at all. No. If anything, uh, the, the relationships that I've seen that are really healthy, it's so cool because both people in the relationship feel like they can't keep up with the other person like spiritually. They, mm -hmm. they feel so challenged by the person that they're dating that they almost like have a little bit of an intimidation there. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh man, like they're like, they're really, like they really love Jesus. Like they don't just talk about it. Like now that I'm like, I've started dating them, it it's clear. Like this isn't just a, a show they put on. They, this is something that really permeates like all of their life. Yeah. And it, there's this, I said intimidation almost uh, the way that people often talk about it mm -hmm. because they're just so challenged and it brings up convictions for themselves in some areas where the other person is stronger than them. Uh, and it's really cool because they end up spurring one another on and both of them start growing sometimes, you know, even quicker than they were before okay. spiritually. Yeah, I've definitely seen that. That, that. That's great. Yeah. Not to just make an excuse of, well, that person's too far along. Like I've, I've heard guys say that about girls. Oh, that, you know, she's too great. She's too mature. I'm like, well, that seems to be God telling you, you need to yeah. grow up. You need to mature. You need to get serious. Because mm -hmm. if you're attracted to that person, if you want to pursue that person, but you're not a essentially a good enough person, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then get your act together. It's not yeah. excuses. You know? Absolutely. Nothing's stopping you, right? You can, you can grow in God and you can grow in grace. Yeah. If you're ugly... That can't change, right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I'm sorry. Discouraging someone out there. Um, good. Anything else in terms of a healthy relationship that you would say kind of to define that? Yeah. One really specific other thing is you have somebody wiser than you that actually oh, yeah. knows what's going on in your relationship. That yeah. is a distinct marker of the healthiest relationships that I've seen. Yeah. And it was a distinct marker in my own dating relationship with my wife is that I had somebody who was discipling me and who I told about how our dates went, what we were doing on our dates. And it really made me think twice about what we did on our dates. And uh, he would ask me invasive questions, like invasive, not like they weren't inappropriate, but they yeah. were personal questions. And it was really helpful uh, because he cared. He cared enough to... Uh, ask me hard questions, and I had learned at that point, to be honest, because mm -hmm. I knew if I wasn't, I was only hurting myself. Yeah, and that's that's the same thing. Like for the, the healthy relationships I've seen, is that I don't say that like I wasn't like a 
champion of dating or anything, but just that was one part of my dating relationship with my wife that did go well. Yeah. Was that, and I'm really thankful. And honestly, like, I'm not even here that story really. Um, Paul, who, who was discipling me, he just really helped me in that way. And I was, I'm very thankful. Yeah, that's that. awesome. That's, that's super good. Yeah, because I know a lot of people, it's like they might keep that relationship a secret mm-hmm. for a while. A guaranteed way to say, this is not, if I can't be proud of this and, and let people know about it, mm-hmm. then of course it's a disaster waiting to happen. But also, if you can't be honest with those who are closest to you yeah. about the state of the relationship and seek help, well, that's just a principle for all of life. But uh, it's super important for dating, and obviously now you and Brittany are you're getting pretty serious, right? I think I think this <laughs> yeah. relationship's going somewhere. Yes, yeah, we've got been, three kids, you yeah, know, three kids, been married for ten years at this point, so get, starting to get serious. Yeah, That's starting awesome. to get serious. Good for you guys. Thanks. That's awesome. <laughs> well, let's talk about some of the don'ts of dating. Okay, what are things that you would say? I don't know, ten commandments of dating, like thou shalt not <laughs> blank. Okay, I might not phrase it that way but uh not trying to you should you know add to the commandments or anything <laughs> um okay well we already touched on one which is just don't follow the culture around you in setting dating standards yeah so we talked to that we mentioned that earlier but it's worth mentioning again because it's so easy to do yeah. it, it is what you will naturally do i would say you have to be intentional to not uh hold yourself to the culture standards of dating to essentially make like make yourself feel better or validate the decisions that you're making. Yeah. But to really uh, look to, to God's standard for, well, for what that looks Cause like. You're, Cause yeah, you're a fish and the culture around you is the water and you don't even know that you're wet. Right. Yes. Like that's what we don't often understand is that we're so soaked in the culture that we're in. Mm-hmm. So things like, you have to sleep with someone before you marry them because yeah. maybe you won't be quote unquote compatible. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. this is the kind of stuff when you actually start to think about it, you're like, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And yet people believe this and live their lives based on it. So they're basically trying people out and like, Oh, this person doesn't give me that, you know, feeling that I want. So mm-hmm. I'm going to dispose of them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy. And obviously it's just an excuse for sin. Yeah. There's a lot of these standards that we have about dating or we focus focus much more on shallow things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously what comes to mind when we think of shallow things are physical characteristics or outward appearance. Yeah. But I think women especially can also be very shallow in terms of, you know, the personality or uh-huh. do they make me feel special uh-huh. or, you know, like that kind of stuff is just as shallow and as stupid. Yeah. Like are we basing it on their character and who they are? Mm. So you have to be really intentionally rejecting the culture standards and seeing them and naming them. And most of us can't, mm-hmm. I would think. Christians should be able to, right? But yeah. often we can't. So if you're getting your your dating wisdom from Instagram influencers or the Kardashians mm-hmm. or I don't know who's popular or whatever, <laughs> but, or Taylor Swift, like you will be as much of a disaster as those people are. Yeah. So don't do that. Yeah. So, okay. So don't imbibe the culture and follow the culture. Yeah, definitely. That's great. Give me some more. All right. Thou shalt nots. Uh, All right. This is a big one uh, for me and it's don't pseudo date. Okay. So don't pseudo date. Now, what I mean by that is don't date somebody and just not call it dating because you're afraid of actually getting turned down if you called it a dating relationship or something. Yes, yeah. This one's for the boys out there. This is really specifically for the boys, but also, I, I mean... Wait, wait, did you did you ask Brittany out or did she ask you out? I asked Brittany out, yes. Okay. I asked her out. Now we know. And uh, Who proposed? 
Yeah, I proposed. Wow. Yes. Okay, two yeah, for two. I did it. I did, two for two. I did it. <laughs> By the way, men, you should be the one initiating, right? You should be the one yeah. asking out. Doesn't always happen that way. Okay, we're not. We're all flawed. I understand, but that should be our goal: is to be leading, even though those early stages of oh, yeah. the relationship. Yeah. And but, if you're already in a relationship and that's not what happened, yeah, it doesn't yeah. mean you're doomed. No, no. It just means you might need to look out for some potential pitfalls in the future relationship if that's how you have been leading at this point. Yes. And obviously, lack of leadership and not even defining what it is, is a, it's a terrible thing, right? Yeah. So then that's on specifically the guys. But the, yes. the, the, the women could also you know ask questions or say, hey, I'm not okay with this or whatever. Yeah. But did you, this is like a Christian thing, but did you, when you were in college, talk about like DTR? Uh, I, so it was so <laughs> cliche uh, in like our circles. I never used the term. Okay. DTR, de- define the relationship. Yes, define the relationship. It was really cliche in our circles. So I did that, but just didn't use that phrase. <laughs> didn't use that term. We had like in our cafeteria, I went to a Christian college. We had like these tall tables, like two seats. Oh yeah. And that was like, if you're having like a DTR, the DTR table. Yeah. Like that's you don't, so otherwise you don't go there. It's like really weird. <laughs> that's funny. Okay. So that's good. So, so don't, don't suit no date. date. And, and the way to not do that is ask them out. Like that is, it's that simple. Yeah. If you have somebody and you're thinking, oh, well, I'd like to get to know them better first before I get into a really committed relationship. So I kind of want to just hang out with them one-on-one. That's a date. Like that's what, what you're talking about is yeah. a date. So just go for it. Just ask them out on a date. You don't, you don't have to lock them in. Like say like we're betrothed or something, or yeah. this is some sort of courtship deal to say, hey, I was wondering if you'd want to go out uh, on a date sometime as friends to yeah. get to know each other better. Yeah. Ask them out on a date. Are we role playing right now? Am I the girl? <laughs> no, no, we made a lot of all, we made a lot of eye contact <laughs> during that question. I mean, I'll look this way next time. Uh, yeah, just ask them out on the date yeah. and ask them out clearly so they don't walk away thinking, "Are we boyfriend girlfriend? Is, uh, yeah, what's, what's the situation here?" Well, I, I think yeah, I think I'd be upfront. And again, like you always want to give them the ability to say no. Yeah. Like as a guy, like just being clear is so helpful because it doesn't end up putting them in a weird spot for the long term yeah. where people are, are asking questions or wondering or you as the guy are thinking something's happening that's not happening. Mm-hmm. So that's loving to them, giving them a chance to say no. Yeah, it's awkward girls to say no, but it's it's better than to be in this ambiguous place. And so I think yes. just being upfront, like, hey, I'm interested in you. I'd love to get to know you better and you know, see like if you know we, we could date, whatever it might be. Um, if, you know, the old saying, if a thing is worth doing, it's worth doing badly. So just just go for it, guys. Fumble through it. But try to be clear and be honest and upfront. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side, women, if you if the answer is no, then say the word no. Yeah. Don't like don't be super vague about it of like, oh, I don't know, maybe next week. When what you really mean is, hey, like that's you know, you can be gracious too. Mm-hmm. That's really flattering. Like you're a friend, but I just I don't see us see us to you that way. And yeah. No, thank you. Something like that. Definitely. I think guys can handle that, you know? Well, and here's the thing. If you're a guy and you're like, I don't know if I can handle that, then maybe you're just not ready to date yet. Yeah. If you're not ready to hear the no, then I don't think you're ready to date. Yeah. Like, you're, not really, you're not really very manly. You need to do some maturing. Yeah. And if that's where you are, okay. Like that, just embrace that. Be like, that's where I am. I'm not going to ask someone on a date right now. I need to do some maturing before I'm ready. Yeah, and if you've been through, maybe you've, you've had some tough relationships, you've been rejected, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, this is this is how you mature and grow and learn. Yeah. And 
I believe that for most of the people listening to this, if you have a desire to be married, then it's very, very likely God has someone already picked out for you, mm-hmm. but it's going to require you to take a risk, mm-hmm. right? And you to do the hard thing. And if yeah. you just sit on your hands and make excuses, then you're you're never gonna you know, live in that blessing, I guess. So yeah. you have to take the risk for every good thing in life. You gotta take a risk. Yeah, yeah, that, that is, I've heard that from quite a few guys today. I don't want to ask clearly, because I don't want the answer to be no. Yeah. But if the answer is no, it's better that you know that. Because yeah. that way you're not hung up on this girl that's not interested in you. And so reality is your friend. You know, you're going to save yourself a lot of time and money. Yep. Just getting the no. That's right. That's right. Then and yeah, pseudo dating for a year. <laughs> you'll be sad and you'll get over it. Yeah. And you'll be fine. And again, if, like, if God has someone for you, that person's going to be amazing and you're gonna look back and go oh that was not a big deal Mm -hmm. and look god did work it out and i feel like so often we're whatever we're in whatever friendship or relationship we're in it's like that's the only hope we'll ever have yeah i've seen this so often it's like you don't want to just say to the person there are other fish in the sea that sounds pretty like (laughs) brutal and blunt but there are you know it's there are and like god if god's in control he's got someone great for you and maybe he's trustworthy yeah, he is actually trustworthy, not just in a Sunday morning context. He's actually trustworthy throughout all of your life. Yeah, you can trust him with your dating relationship. Yeah, because definitely, I look back. I mean, I did it a lot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I really didn't do that much. You know, um, I was super awkward and stuff. But looking back, I'm like the people, I, or the the women I pursued. To be clear, um, yeah, I look back and I'm like, oh, that would have not. That would have been, you know so much less enjoyable or mm-hmm. it wouldn't have like worked with too much clashing and look at who God's brought me. My wife's amazing and yeah. very blessed. Mm-hmm. So any more thou shalt not, any don'ts of dating? I know you got, I'm sure you have a bunch more, but, I was gonna but say, you know, no, off the top of my head, I think I, I think I like to move to the do's. Okay. Yeah. What, what can you do okay. to try to shape your dating relationship? Yeah, let's talk, let's talk about the thou shalts then. Thou shalt. The dudes. <laughs> All right, so this is a big one, is you should make boundaries early on mm-hmm. that, are, that you can evaluate. Explain that to us, boundaries. So, so boundaries, meaning uh, you're not going to go past this boundary. So I think of it like a guardrail on a road next to a cliff. Mm-hmm. If you know there's a cliff there, you put up a guardrail Short of the edge, not right on the edge, preferably. Some roads are like that. And I hate driving on those roads, yep. right? Make it back a ways closer to where you actually should be and say you're not going to go past that that guardrail yeah. because if you do, you know it leads to disaster. You don't have to date on the edge of disaster. <laughs> you can date well short of that. Yeah. Uh, and so the big problem is a lot of times when people make boundaries in the relationship, they put them right on the edge, right next to the cliff's edge. So as soon as they break past it, they're already crashing. Yeah. And the other problem is they do is they make the boundaries very vague. And I don't know how to tie that into the guardrail illustration, but <laughs> but they make them so vague that they don't even know if they've broken them. Yeah. So yeah. so if you're gonna make a boundary in your relationship, you should make it clear enough to be able to say, either one of you is able to say, hey, that was crossing the line. We said we weren't going to do that, and we did. Yeah. And what you should be talking about when you're saying that isn't already falling into some like inherent sin. You should be well short of that line. Okay. So give us some examples of 
effective boundaries. Not that we're saying here necessarily with all of these, you have to do exactly what yeah. others have done, but yes. what are some just examples of, of doing this well? Yeah, that, that's a really good, that's a really good question. I, I can give some examples from some guys that I've known who have done this well. In one boundary, and this is going to sound weird, okay? So these boundaries okay. are weird because they're so distant from what we see around us. But I know guys who have not held hands when they first started dating. Hmm. And they did, didn't put their arm around their significant other when they first started dating. Not that they never did, yeah, yeah. but when they started it. And it was based third off Third year of, of marriage, you can uh, start, start doing once that. You, once you're married, hands. you can finally hold hands. No, third year. Third. <laughs> third year of marriage. No, uh, the idea was of pacing. Yeah, yeah. They wanted to have a healthy pace to their dating relationship. And they figured, well, if I don't really want to get married like while I'm in college, and I'm at the end of my freshman year, so that means if I start dating this person, and if it goes well, we're going to be dating for three years. Yeah, that's what At I least, mean. depending on your academics. So <laughs> you're dating for at least three years. And if you start holding hands date one, this was, the, this was their logic. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying you have to do this, but it worked out pretty well for them. Uh, they figured if we start holding hands date one, extended hugging date two, you know, like just like moving progressive, progressing physically in the relationship yeah, at a pace that would lead them to having sex well before the end of three years. Yeah. And it's not that you can't have self-control like before that point, mm -hmm. but they're just going to be, well, well you gotta I guess, know yourself, right? Yeah. You got to know exactly what your temptations are going to be, uh -huh. right? So for me, I've never been tempted by drugs. Uh -huh. um, so I'm, I'm never like in fear that I'm going to like relapse into doing meth or something. Okay. Um, but, you know, for some people, obviously, like I, and the, personally, this would be a much, much bigger temptation than any of those things, right? Yeah. So to be intentional about, okay, what kind of contact am I making? Mm -hmm. You know, where is that going to lead? All that stuff is, is wise. Yeah. Um, I would say like look at your alone time. Like, yeah. you know, okay, so wait, are there certain circumstances, situations that have led in the past to temptation? Well, then maybe you need to remove those opportunities at all. Like we're not going to go after a day, we're not just going to like park in some dark place and, yeah. you know, yeah. because, well, that seems foolish and there's no, you know, accountability. We'll go, go to a coffee shop instead. There's yep. people around, you know, Yep. or yeah, like we're not going to go to your dorm room, you know, uh, alone, whatever it might be. Yeah. Those sort of things are just very wise. Yeah. And it, it reminds me of Ephesians, um, you know, chapter five, where it says there should be no hint of sexual immorality. Yeah. Right. Um, not that you just kind of dabble with it or you're okay with a little bit of it, but to completely avoid that. Mm -hmm. So good. So what are some other do's of dating? Uh, Another do is, again, I've touched on this a little bit, but I want to, I'll say it a little bit more clearly here is do, it's not just don't uh, go by like the world standards, but it is do go by God's standard. Mm -hmm. And I, I like to think of it in the idea of uh, like two different lines. So there's like a line, a get by line. So it's like, if you're going to shoot for this line here, they, in how you date, then when you mess up, you're crashing yeah. into sin. But you're, if you're shooting for God's standard, if you're, shooting, if you're actually thinking after every date, was the way that I related to them, like, is God happy with that? Mm -hmm. You know, like, 
you should be thinking, what is God's opinion of my dating relationship? Yeah. Because God does have an opinion on your dating relationship, right? Like God, God yeah. knows what is right and wrong, and he knows what's the most healthy way to carry that out. So that would be the, I guess, a clear way to phrase the do is do include God in your dating relationship. How do you think that college students can practically make God a priority in their life yeah. in the context of their dating relationship? Uh, I think of this often because I try to have like a paradigm to think through different questions with. Mm -hmm. And I would think of like the old like head, heart, hands, mm. you know. So is this person like leading you to think more about God and to grow in your knowledge of God? Do you when you have conversations, do they sometimes lead not all the time, but do they sometimes lead to, hey, what is God teaching you? Or like I was thinking about this reality about God or here's my, you know, a passage that means a lot to me in Scripture. Mm -hmm. right? And just a kind of a normal flow of the relationship, you're talking about the things of God. Yeah. That'd be one thing. Um, and then with the heart. Are you praying for each other? Do you ever pray together? Mm -hmm. I think those are good things to do, even kind of early on. Mm -hmm. Like maybe just asking, how can I be praying for you? You know, what are some ways that you want to see God grow you or work in your life? So is this person helping you to, to think, you know, more like God wants you to think and what honors God? Are, yeah. are they helping you to, um, to live, you know, in your inner self and your emotions, all that sort of stuff in a way that honors God and mm -hmm. looks to God? And then with your hands, are they helping you to serve God more? Yeah. Because I mean, if you're, if you're, you might marry this person, yeah. right? And often you just kind of, kind of fall into marrying them because you've dated them for so long, mm -hmm. and there's like no one else, right? <laughs> so you don't want to like think early on. Can I serve God better with this person? Do they encourage that? Well, if I say, oh, hey, I I can't hang out this one night because I'm going to be serving in my ministry or in church. Mm -hmm. What's their reaction to that? Are they upset yeah. by that? Oh, that's so Because good. how's it going to be when you're married? Yes. And they say, you say, hey, I want to spend a half an hour in time with God. Mm -hmm. Are they going to be like, no, mm -hmm. you need to be doing this or time with me, whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, are they, are they serving alongside of you maybe? Or mm -hmm. it might be unwise at first. Maybe, you know, you don't want to be too close side by side. But I think finding ways that you can encourage and foster a heart for service yeah. and making that part of your life is... That's essential. Yeah. Because otherwise, what are you going to do when you're married? You yes. know, 30, 40, 50 years of marriage, can you actually serve God with this person? Yeah. Because I know for me, um, I, I, had a, I had a guy I really love give a speech to me one time about my dating relationship, but he said that he wanted, I remember the phrasing, it was pretty funny. He's like, I'll, he's like, Laura should be the wind beneath your wings. So that was super funny because it's like a Michael Bolden song. But, <laughs> That's I and honestly, it's like over the years she has been that. Mm. So I could never have started GCC. I'm sure you could have never started Challenge. Yeah, definitely. If your wife had not just been a complete awesome stud babe, whatever yeah. you know, like behind you, encouraging you. I'm gonna finish my doctorate sooner or later, and <laughs> the reason, like, she deserves that doctorate more than me because she did all the hard work of taking the yeah. kids and. When I said to her, like, hey, should I just quit this? And, like, there's a lot of things we got to do. She's like, no, stick with it. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, I could give more examples. But, man, my wife has really raised the level of everything that I do. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't care if she gets the credit for it. Like, she just wants God to be honored. Yeah. So, is that happening in your dating relationship? So, head, heart, hands is one way to think of it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I would have one more do of dating. Okay. Which is... 
I think you should have fun. Oh my goodness, yes. I think you should enjoy it, right? Yes. Obviously, we're talking about a lot of heavy stuff mm-hmm. and all the pitfalls, and there there's scary stuff. But man, if you're if you're setting up good boundaries and you you're with a great person, like do do fun stuff, get to know them. Like this is a one of God's great creations. Like get to learn about them and have fun in that experience. And it's going to be way more fun if you can look forward to whether you get married or don't get married, that you can leave each other better off than when you started dating, yeah. right? That is fundamental to it, but it, it protects and guards that relationship. Yeah. But yeah, have fun. Do, that, do fun stuff together and get to know each other. That is such a good point. I'm so glad you circled back to that because that was exactly my experience in dating. Was so thankful. God gave me some wise people who gave me a lot of this advice when I had started dating. And the result was that Brittany and I, my wife and I, had a lot of fun dating. Yeah. Like we had such a fun time dating. And we just I think naturally didn't have as much drama as a lot of, as a lot of people. Again, yeah. we didn't do it perfectly. Not yeah. saying that by any means. But there is really enjoyable, tangible fruit from following God in every area of your life, including dating. And I be, being married for the last 10 years has been a blast. Yeah. It's so much fun. And so yeah, it's like the reason that you put up guardrails, for example, like with that idea, is because there's something to guard. Mm-hmm. Because you value that person and your relationship with them. And so uh it's a good thing that deserves guarding. Yeah. And that that's that's part of the whole principle there. You you maybe you don't love the person yet, maybe you haven't gone to that point yet, but yeah. you like them at least. You like them, hopefully eventually you'll love them. And you have fun with them and enjoy them. Yeah. And it's not marred by the things, uh, by, it's not marred by sin, yeah. by twisting something that God actually wants to be good in your life. No, that's great. That's great. Yeah, dating is fun. Uh, marriage is much more fun <laughs> if you lay a good foundation in dating yeah. and you set yourself up for success, right? Because I mean, marriage is meant to be fun. Mm-hmm. Parenting is amazing. All these things that come from it, it's meant to get better and better and better. Mm-hmm. But only if you're sowing the right seeds, disciplining yourself, committing to the right things and growing together. So I'd love to hear, you know, as always, if you have something that stood out to you that was helpful, give us a comment. If you have questions about this topic, we'd love to answer them. Always love to to answer any questions you guys have. And uh, we're going to have a lot more topics for you college students. But again, this applies to a lot of people. So we're looking forward to it.